Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first show. My name is Frank Mank, and I'm joined, as always, by my beautiful co-host, Joe Murray. Hello, Frank. Hello, Joe. We are Hi. running the most rinky-dink setup today. Mm. Probably, like, uh, this is our second worst setup since the first episode, I think. Why? What's our worst setup? The first episode. Oh. <laughs> this isn't rinky-dink. It's, just got- it's fairly rinky-dink. I mean, the recorder's in my lap, rather than normally the recorder sit next sits next to you. This so is like- true. I mean, more like lighting and, and location-wise. Oh, oh yeah. No, it's like, it's not bad, but... It's pretty bad. What's yeah, the actual lighting look like? It's like, it's we're being backlit. For the most part. <laughs> oh, you can just you should have just pulled that closer. Uh, I could have, but then I didn't, and we've already started, so I'm not going to do that. This is going um, to be bad. We're shooting. A, a, this is a filler episode. By the time this comes out, I'll be halfway through a trip to the Netherlands, mm-hmm. so um, we kind of have to get stuff done. But the whole warehouse is booked out for the whole day, so we don't have the time or the resources to shoot there today. Yeah. Um. So we're shooting at Joe's home studio. Because it's uh, it's more fun that way. Yeah, um, it's got cool lights. It does have cool lights, and yeah. I I don't know if it's on camera, but there's a. It's definitely not, but there's a. Oh yeah, no, it is. It's oh, right just there. there's an on air sign that yeah. I bought Joe for his birthday last year, which yeah. is very very cool. I like that. It one. is cool. Yeah. Um, we were just watching. There's we've got what is what is the planet? Is this our planet? Our planet. Our I think planet. so. I think our planet. Yeah, the BBC documentary, one of the nature documentaries. We were like, we want something on the TV in the background to play because mm-hmm. we thought that'd be cool. Um, and, and we've been, we ended up just watching it for half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what, do you want to talk, what we talk a little bit about what we were saying about the show? Um, well, one of the things was how amazing the shots were and like how, just how they get it or how you can keep something in such sharp focus when it's moving yeah. a lot. And one of the things you mentioned was that they didn't, it didn't seem like they changed focus very much no. during the shot. No, they, like, lock focus, and then, like, things come in and out of focus by moving, but they don't, like, move focus halfway through a shot. Yeah, why would they, Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you try to track it, though, you reckon? I think it just makes for a cleaner-looking final image. Yeah, okay. For the most part. Well, I don't know. You'd have to ask them, but, like, mm-hmm. it is super noticeable. Yeah? I mean, I didn't notice it that much. Oh. Well, I did. Well, you're, yeah, you're a film kid. I'm a film boy. So, I wonder if... It's something that I struggle with a lot though because I try really hard like I, sorry I don't try really hard I do like tend to uh, shift focus around like mid shot hmm. which I, I shouldn't do it's just like a bad habit that I have um, so it's like I look at that and then I go okay like that's something that I need to work towards not doing anymore yeah okay so that kind of I don't know. Do, like, does it make for like a clean edit then I guess yeah it makes for a clean edit and I think it's a bit more visually pleasing on the whole Mm. When stuff's not like oh, blurry focus, blurry focus, <laughs> yeah, blurry yeah. focus, you know, and the background's not changing, yeah, not changing. It's just like this clean, nice image where this pretty little burby comes in, and then it does a little dance, and then it flies out. <laughs> the dance where the four of them jump past <laughs> each other—that was so cool. I liked that. <laughs> they were like going whoop, 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 yeah, like that. Jump front of the line to the back of the line, moving closer to the the female. Yes. I feel like I haven't watched a nature documentary in a while. Last one I watched would have been like end of last year and it was the, it was like about mushrooms. It's like a two hour documentary on mushrooms. Why? What? Like just about fungi in general? Yeah, just about fungi in general. Was it interesting? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was really interesting. That'd be a lot easier to get footage for than an animal one. No, you would see, you would think, right? But no, because a lot of it's time lapses. 
So it's like oh. permanent setup cameras in the wild that are there for like 90 days capturing these like really rare mushrooms grow. Mm. And then like they obviously don't know if they're going to show up in a certain spot or anything. So then they like might set up the camera and then it, they like, miss the shot. Like it's oh. like all that sort of stuff. And then they also have a bunch of like really cool um, like long-term decomposition stuff and like showing how, how mushrooms and stuff like take down... Uh, bodies and and stuff. It's really it is mm. really cool, really interesting documentary. How, um, those time lapses would be like a week long then. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, but they wouldn't be. Um, it wouldn't be like you know, a hundred and eighty hours of footage. Like it would be, be an actual time lapse where it's like one photo every ten minutes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. So that makes it a little bit cool. more manageable, but yeah, but so you got to leave your camera there for a week. I would assume. Or camp with it. I'd assume that there is a system in place, like like box, like a rainproof box or something uh, that they like put the camera in and then they can just leave it. Like once it's all set up, they can just leave it there for for a week. That would be my assumption, at least. You reckon they do that for animals as well? Time lapses well, of animals. No, no, no like um, they'll leave a camera in a box and just let it film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have those, um, those motion-triggered ones. Oh. For animals. You know how hunters have those? Where yes. Where they like go out in the yes. forest and they put like the motion tracked cameras there mm. they're super convenient like they use them all the time they, yeah I assume it would be something similar to that for actual um, actual like animal nature stuff I've totally yeah, lost okay. my train of thought there. yeah I yeah. don't know <laughs> yes yes they would is yeah. my answer to your question okay well something oh there's no there's no like through story in documentaries like that that's something else we noticed yeah. right at the end of our viewing yes, segment. Yes, viewing party. Um, yeah, they just essentially, they have one like very general connecting shot mm. and then it just goes to the next section. Yeah. But it didn't, it doesn't feel clunky. No. Which is cool. Yeah. No, it was like, it was like talking about birds and in a forest and then there was like one overhead drone shot of a forest that looked slightly colder. Mm. And then it was like winter, and then it was like, is a bunch of elk in the snow? And yeah. like, Whoa, all right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're at the elk in the we, snow now. We elking it up. Now we're in Antarctica. Yeah. So we're just like, I assume, I assume, like, the producer was like, we'll go summer, we'll go spring, summer, autumn, winter. And that'll be the layout of the, the film. Is this the last one? Winter. I have no idea. I, I assume it's something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I don't know how the BBC do their, their, their <laughs> things and stuff. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I do re- I do really want to do some, like, BBC Nature documentary stuff in the future, though. Mm. I think that would be so, so cool. I've always, I've always loved, um like, the nature photography as well. Yeah. Those things where it's super zoomed and like just... here's a fox from two kilometers away. Yeah. And it's just, like, their face and that's it. That's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are really cool. I like those a lot too. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, any nature stuff, I'm like, mm. It's so nice. It's so hard though because th- there's so much, like all the stuff that you don't see, right? Like there's so much waiting and just sitting mm. with your camera in the freezing cold, like waiting for a fox to maybe show up. Yeah. Because you can't bait them anyway. You can't bait them either. No, because it'll show up in the shot. Not even probably. that, but it's just like unethical. Yeah. Like you just have to be there and get lucky. Yeah. You'd know so much about nature. Well, you just know people that know, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, the there's a guy that I, like, very generally know. 
Um, but he was a, a marine biologist first and then became a filmmaker. And that's how he got um, working for the BBC. Oh, so it does like marine. Um, he started that way. Documentaries. Yeah. 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 Um, but obviously like you'd have a quite general knowledge of biology, I guess. So mm. it covers most of the. Ocean documentaries must be, must be so much harder. I'd be so scared. I'm yeah. so scared of the ocean. Imagine just being dropped out in the like in the middle and being like, "Here, film this Great like, whale." Shark. No, this whale. Oh yeah. Like what? <laughs> it would be sick. Also, like I feel like it's way, way scarier for the cameraman because you're not only swimming with this giant whale, but you're also swimming with this giant whale in a wetsuit with flippers and a forty thousand dollar camera and an underwater housing and no free hands. Yeah. Because you're just like hands outstretched in front of you, like. Yeah. Flipping away. And you're focused on getting that shot. You're not, like, looking around. No. Seeing what's I around you. I think that's what scares me so much about the ocean, right? Like, on land, you've got, like, really, like, one plane where things can come at you from. Maybe yeah. up sometimes. Yeah. But then, like, underwater, it's like, you're you're 360 degrees of danger, baby. Yeah. Everywhere. Every, everywhere danger. Yeah. And that's scary. Yeah. The scary thing being, like, it down you have down then yeah like oh one of my worst fears what like i fell into when i was water skiing fell into i don't know if i told you this um into like a pod of jellyfish <gasps> oh dude and like it was one of those moments where you like you look over there there's a jellyfish and then you turn to the other side there's another one turn around there's one and then you like you look down just jellyfish all around you and you're just like that was freaking out what did you do? <laughs> I just was like yelling at the boat because they have to. They would have come around and and have like given me the rope so that I could go again, right? But I was just like had my ski. Normally, when you take your ski off and point it out of the water, the driver knows you're gonna get out yeah. and into the boat. And it was just like throw my ski at them and just leaped into the boat. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I experienced that firsthand of like looking down and being like, ah, oh, there's a lot of jellyfish. That is actually horrifying yeah yeah i would have i would have proper cried yeah it was just, horrendous just sobbing in the middle of the ocean so yeah we got back to the the beach and i was like i'm done for a little bit uh i'm gonna wait i'm not gonna go again for a little while <laughs> uh, i think i'm sweet i might be done for today actually <laughs> oh yeah. yeah i think my greatest fear is just like looking down and then and and kind of seeing something but yeah. then also like not really seeing anything you know yeah that was the end that was it's the end our of the documentary our pl- it was our planet is that what we said yeah, yeah. good job Adam Chapman Next oh episode. there's more episodes yeah okay, it's, it's a limited series going. oh I see okay yeah um, yeah that's my greatest fear is like looking down and, and kind of seeing something yeah like just seeing something go like you know <laughs> <laughs> not that the sound underwater but you, you get the visual picture from the sound yeah right? just the and then going, oh, uh, uh, yeah. I'd like to get back in the boat, please. Yeah. <laughs> Take me away. There was um a guy that I follow on Instagram who posted a bunch of pictures with um like whale sharks and stuff. Mm. And I was like, one, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's sick. Two, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but also like a part of me really, really wants to like like there's a really big part of me that would love to get into conservation and marine conservation and things like that. Yeah. Um, once I'm a little more established in film, but like, oh my God, that's so scary. Mm -hmm. 
so scary. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, do I be scared and do it, or do I be scared and just like, yeah, vibe. Mm. My biggest fear with that would be like looking down and you see the head of a shark coming. Oh, like, and you know how it's like how they breach or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that That's literally happened like yeah. uh, like four weeks ago in Sydney. Yeah. Ah! That's my biggest fear. Like, imagine him swimming, and then he looks down, and you just the last thing you see is just the, the head nose of the shark. Of a great white shark. Which, in all in all seriousness, he probably did, mm. because he would have been swimming and he would have been wearing goggles, looking down, looking down. Mm-hmm. Literally, my greatest fear. Yeah, that that video shot fear into my very soul. Yeah. Like there is no way I am going swimming anywhere near there mm. ever. Yeah, no. And the, I think the scariest thing is like is knowing that his like the shark's mouth wouldn't have been open. That's I think more scary. Wait, why? What? Well, they if he's if it's trying to knock you out or whatever. Oh, true. It may not. Well, he may not have his mouth open. But like it just coming at you with, like, knowing that it's just gonna hit you. Not, like not that it's gonna to. like, not that it's just gonna like take an arm or something, yeah, and skedaddle, but that it's just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. All right, I want to move on from this. I don't like, I don't like this conversation no, anymore. No, we should move on. I'm getting scared. <laughs> um, I shouldn't be talking about this. I'm going skiing on in two days. So, oh yeah, that's, yeah, I'm literally going to like Western Europe. I ain't going in any ocean. Yeah. No, thank you. Mm. I will be. Um, Sitting on patios, drinking uh, high percentage beers. Yeah, that is my plan. Mm. It's spring there too, so I'm gonna be like having a great time. It's gonna be like 14 degrees during the day. Man, be wearing jeans and like a hoodie. (sighs) It's gonna be good. I'm so excited. I'm gonna make so much cool stuff too. Yeah, I'm keen. I'm gonna like. Very keen to see it. Yeah, I got, I got, I got some some things planned, Mm. which. Some of those will probably... I mean, you know, I'll be halfway through the trip by the time this comes out, so... Yeah. A lot of them will probably already be out by now, but... No, I'm really excited. It's weird to feel... It's weird to take time off now. Mm. You know, I'm, like, not really taking time off, but, like, I am. Like, I'm going away for three weeks. Yeah. Because um, I feel like since... Because my last holiday was, like, 2019. Yeah. Like, pre-COVID. Yeah. So, it's really weird now to, like be taking the time off especially because i've been so like on the ground running for the past like i'd say probably six months properly Mm. just like no all gas no breaks yep i know it's weird to be taking a break well you're still gonna be making vlogs and whatever yeah all that that you're like taking a break from i guess is um like your part-time job part-time job and um, and podcast and like the film stuff that i'm working on so there's there's quite oh, a bit. Oh, there is a few. Bit there. There's quite like I'm essentially taking a break from Thursday through Sunday. Oh well, that'll be good. Oh, mon- Monday, Monday through Friday. I'm yeah, I'm just taking kind a break. of just everything. <laughs> all, I'm just taking a break. Everything <laughs> except the vlog. Yeah, everything except the vlog. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, we talked about it in last week's episode, which we recorded yesterday. Mm. So it's still very fresh in our minds. But like we were talking a lot about like, um being addicted to your work and stuff. Also, yeah. that episode, again, that episode should not have worked. No. I can't believe how quiet everyone got as soon as we started. Yeah. Everyone's like, ooh, Mark's <laughs> wrong, Mark's <laughs> wrong. 
Oh, I'm not going to talk now. I'm only going to talk to him. I'm only going to speak if spoken to. Yeah. The only thing I wish would happen more is that there was more like... It would have been really cool. I think we were heading there, but we fortunately we didn't have the facilities to be able to keep filming. Yeah. Um, I think like the conversation was just going to start to happen around us. Yeah. And that's what I was looking forward to. But yeah, it just didn't hit as soon as I had wanted. Yeah. Um, that's all right. I think we'll do something similar again to that mm. episode at some point. But I think if we do it again, then it has to like, I kind of want to curate the group. Yeah. That it is like really make that super intentional and it can only really be, I mean, yeah, it can only really be four people. Yeah. We could, you could do more. We could make like a special of just, you know, six creators. Yeah. But would that be sitting at a table? What's that thing? What's they do that? Like they have a masterclass or something where they get a whole bunch of people to sit at a table in a circle and they all Mm. chat. I remember seeing one with composers and they've right. done one with directors. Yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. There's, yeah, I don't know I don't what know. it's called, but... I don't know how you could do that logistically, though, because we struggle with this a lot, like, with the two of us. And even when we add a guest, like, it's really hard to not talk over another person. Mm. Um, I don't know. Well, when you have people that are good enough at it, I think most of the group that we had there last week... Yeah. Um. Were like you could do it with. Yeah. Um. And I think there's other people that you could, like that could it would work as well. Mm. I think as well as long as you like lay those ground rules of like we can't talk it over each other or only one person at a time or or you have you know room mics or something we don't do mic setups like this. Mm. That's another thing. So if there is a bit of overlay, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um. Or you could just edit it. Like edit the like the flop out of it, it, yeah, and cut out all those sections of, you know, you know. There's always there was always that like thirty seconds of chatter, and then it was like question, and then one person talked for five minutes. Yeah, um, so you just cut out that chatter. Mm. Yeah, I yeah, I think there's definitely a way to do it. I think headphones will help a lot too. Yeah. Like, uh, we were talking about this a little bit before the show, but I was listening to a podcast the other day where they were saying, like, adding headphones to the show made the biggest difference because then, like, when someone else is talking and you try to talk, your brain literally can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what happens when we do that and if that would work for us. Yeah. Because the one... The cool thing I really like about this show is that it's not... I don't see it as a podcast. Yeah. It's very similar to how you think... How you um, look at... Uh, your vlogs mm. movies. I see this as not a podcast I see this as a show yeah so that's it's like when you I think when you put headphones on that's more of like okay we're gonna sit at a table we're gonna have our mics on stand so they don't move and we're gonna yeah true we're gonna get the best sounding thing so that's podcast worthy yeah. um yeah so I don't I don't know I'd definitely be keen to try it but I don't know what it's it could yeah. make it like way better yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Those are just the things that go through my head, though, where it's like, maybe we should try that. Um, yeah. But then, like, yeah, you're right. There's, there's a fine line that we ride between the vibe that we're trying to have and the quality that we want to have. Like you, you, like you said, you can do all of these things and have, like, the best quality podcast ever, but then it also loses a big part of what made it good in the first place. Yeah. Which is hard. Hmm. But then also you don't want it to be subpar quality wise. Um, 
Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a hard one. It's a hard one to think about because there's so many, like, different options for things that you can do. So, I don't know. I think it's just something that we'll have to experiment with and, and play around with. But Yeah. That's probably, like, comes down to really, really knowing your audience. Mm. And once you get that really, really niche, not niche, but, like, narrowed down audience, mm. you know exactly who you're aiming for, then then you can make those sort of decisions. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We talked about it. Um, we were going to make yesterday's podcast a little bit about that. But yeah. um, we ended up just doing it in the vlog. But do, I want to talk about it a little bit here because this is going to come out way after the vlog anyway. Yeah. Um, but we talked about like whether it's still worth starting a podcast now. Mm-hmm. And like we... I didn't, I didn't hear... We didn't really hear your opinion that much, and I want to hear your thoughts on it, on whether you think mm. people should start a podcast now, and yeah. also why why you think people should start a podcast. Because I know that I have like really strong opinions as to. I think there's. I think and I'm not going to say them yet. I'm going to let you do your give your opinion. But I mm. think that there's really only like three reasons that people should start a podcast, and none of them have to do with fame or money or fortune or anything like that but i want to hear your thoughts um well i'm not gonna say no like i'm not gonna say no you can't no like don't make a podcast um it is kind of a hard market at the moment though with there's a bit of like a stigma going around Mm. particularly we found with what is it male podcasts yeah um so it's almost like more daunting than ever to start but also on that like there are ways that you can use that platform for good like yeah. we're very intentional about having female guests on and non-binary guests on and mm. things like that like it's not like this is just a sausage fest yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah like some other anyway yeah um but yeah i like i don't really know how to answer that it's it's a hard question do you start a podcast or is it worth still starting a podcast now yeah um yeah, well, like, why not? You know, we're not doing it for, you know, the fame or the money. No. Um, it's a creative outlet for us and it's a, a way, well, like, originally it was made for a way for us to hang out. Yeah. And to chat about what we like. Yeah. Um, so, I don't think, I don't think there's any reason not to do it. If there's something that you're passionate about, want to talk about, want to share... Um, and you find that that just talking about it in a longer form is the easiest way to like portray that or to you know convey that. Yeah. Then yeah, I think definitely definitely mm. worth doing it. And podcasts are not limited to like a weekly show or a daily show. Yeah. Like you can make a mini series or something. Yeah. You can do a three three episode series on I don't know anything. Yeah, on the lore of Halo 1. Yeah, I'd listen to that. <laughs> I would listen to that too. If you make one of them. Send it to us. Yeah, I want to uh, hear it. We get royalties. No. No. I just want to hear it. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. The The conclusion that I came to in at the end of yesterday's vlog was... Oh, and I say yesterday's vlog, but this is going to come out in three weeks. So, the vlog from two weeks ago about podcasting. Mm. Um, but the conclusion I came to was like um, something that we kind of figured out later on in having a podcast that was that 
having a podcast is a really, really good way to get people who are further along in their careers than you are to talk to you because mm-hmm. it's a mutual exchange then. Yeah. And it's like, there's this big, um, not tradition, but there's like this whole thing of asking people out for coffee I mean, like, hey, can I take you out for coffee and pick your brain? Or can I ask you some questions about, like, X and Y field? Yeah. And there's no, like, mutual benefit there. Like, they get nothing out of that exchange, you know? Mm. But with a podcast, like, you get to ask them all those questions and then they get to have this thing that they can then share and position themselves as a leader in a field. On top of that, I think that having a podcast positions you as uh, a leader in a field as well because mm. you're confident enough in your subject matter to talk about it in a in a public forum so i think really like the only reasons that the, or, or the best reasons to, to start a podcast now are like either to um get conversations with people that are high like high level in your field or to um to position yourself as a, a high level person in your field or to just like meet a bunch of new people. And mm. like, you know, if you position it as a community based podcast, which we've kind of unintentionally done, mm. um, you're going to meet a bunch of people that are then going to be like, yo, can I come on the podcast? Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of the conclusion that I came to in the vlog yesterday. Yeah. What? Why is the podcast playing on the, my phone? Hey Google, play the first. It's, show. I don't have a Google. I haven't set up Hey Siri on this phone. Oh, and I <laughs> what? It's listening. The okay. phones are listening. Interesting. Okay, was it a good episode? It was the live show. Yeah. Oh yes. So yes, it, it was a good episode that started. <laughs> um, yeah, I never thought about about it that way. Of like, it's a good way to, um. Well, what is it? Like, make yourself... Force yourself to be a professional in that field. And yeah. it, it's almost like you you have to learn about it more so you can talk about it as well. Yeah. So Which we totally did. Like... Oh, yeah. The first 50 episodes of this podcast was just us scrambling to learn more about our fields, basically. Yeah. So, we had something to talk about. Yeah. And doing your research and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't really know where to go from there. No, I, I think, yeah. I I think my conclusion is that if you think you can add value or you want to have a reason to invite people for a conversation, then you should start a podcast. Mm. Yeah, it's it's like the ultimate, um, um, like, we'll give you exposure move. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what is it? We can't pay you, but we'll pay you an exposure. Yeah. It's like the ultimate, we'll pay you an exposure. Yeah. <laughs> but also, that's better than just asking someone like, hey, can I pick your brain over coffee? Yeah. It's like, okay, but... A, like, their time is value. Like, yeah. Like, as creative people, your time is value. Yeah. And then, um, and then you're just, like, shitting on that by being like, can I, you know, steal you for an hour to ask you a bunch of meaningless questions and get yeah. no, you get literally zero benefit out you of this. You might get a $5 coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas their time might be worth, like, $500 an hour. Mm. Like, if you had to put it in perspective of, like, if they were going to go speak at a conference or, like, lecture somewhere, mm. what would they charge? Right? Yeah, crazy amount, probably. Yeah. And the advantage of having a podcast is that then you can record that, upload that, send it to them, and then they can be like, they can just send it to a bunch of people and be like, yo, here's the answers to all the basic questions. Mm. Then they never have to do that again. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, definitely. Definitely start a podcast. Yes. I agree. What, what time are we on? We're two minutes from done. 
Oh, well, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, um, is there anything else you want to say before we... Yeah, on, on that, like, how we're just saying, just do it. Um, that's something that I've noticed in the last few weeks of, like, one of our final questions we ask guests are if you have any piece of advice for upcoming creatives. And a lot of it is just don't, like, don't care about what other people think. Yeah. That's at least the last three weeks, that's been the answer. Yeah. Is just do your thing. Yeah. And so, if there's anything, you know, stopping you, just, you just got to find a way to push past that, I think. Mm. So, and like, I don't think we had that with this because we never thought it would come this far. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of other people think about that before they start um, creating and releasing content. So, yeah, it's, you just got to find your way to push past that sort mm. of stuff. But Yeah. But yeah. No, I totally agree. It has been really, really interesting seeing all these people say the same thing every mm. time we ask the question. Yeah. It's been really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I totally agree. And it's really easy to say, just do it. Oh, yeah. It's really easy to just be like, just like start making stuff. And like, we obviously understand that there are like mental barriers to creating things because we've been there. Mm. Like, that's the thing. And when people say that, it doesn't come from a place of like, it's easy, like just start making stuff. But it comes from a place of having been there, having experienced that, and then having found the one thing that helped them push through that mental barrier. Mm. And that comes through trial and error. It's not going to be the same for everyone. Yeah. So, all right. For sure. Let's wrap it up there. We better. 30 Um, seconds. With 30 seconds to spare. Um, all right. Well, we don't have to do... We don't, I don't have to explain the bye-bye-bye to a guest this week, which is the first no. time in a while, um, which feels weird. But other than the Shining episode, but that was kind of like a little... That was a... little swoop, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, do you have any little parting words? No. Nah, that was my parting words. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to or watching this episode of The Fro Show. We hope you had a great time, and we'll see you next week. Also, go rate us on Spotify. Bye. Bye. Bye.